Hey, everyone. We just wanted to take a moment here uh, out of this show to, on a more somber tone, you know, we, this is for all intents and purposes, a comedy podcast, even though maybe the only people laughing are the four of us sometimes. But we have a, we have a connection to our listeners. You guys are what makes things work for us. And, you know, we take that, we take that personally. We count a lot of you amongst our friends. And one of our friends' lives was touched by something this week that made its way to us. And we wanted to take a moment to acknowledge it um, in the scope of all the, uh, of all the rough things that are going on in the world. Uh, we want to dedicate this show and give a shout out to the late, great Sergeant Eddie Hermond of the Maryland National Guard, a good friend of a good friend of ours. But his story caught our attention. He, we lost him this week in the flooding in Maryland. Uh, as I understand it, the only casualty. And he passed away because he stopped what he was doing to go save a woman who was in mortal peril of that flood. And he accomplished that and, uh, and then got swept away. And, uh, there's nothing good you can say, but he was a, a national guard vet, um, you know, doing, doing what people do in crisis, which is stepping up and, you know, a life lost too soon. But if, if you're going to go, um, go out like a, like a fucking champ. And so we want to just take a minute and, uh, and dedicate the happier moments of this show and, uh, to his memory. So thanks for listening. Hey everybody, GCR here, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass nude photo archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com. For cool gear, novelties, fun stuff, check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain Geek amount of money live. off on first-person smoother. Check them out at check them out at PlayerOneCoffee.com. It's God's myself. gift to gamers. Previously on the live, <laughs> get in here, Disco. It's a trap.
everybody. Welcome to episode 216 of the Geek Cast. Bones in the podcast. human body. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. Ooh. It's Nico. Cartoon Tibia. <laughs> we've been having we've been trying to uh at work we've been trying to tell our best dad jokes which, oh. are, which are some of my favorite jokes and <laughs> this morning dad's joke was hey uh there's 22 bones in the human hand yeah this morning mine had 23 in a that is funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's, good dad, that's, great. Uh, that's a great dad joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to keep that one in my pocket. That's good. My favorite one recently is, uh, did you hear the one about the cat who got married to the ball of yarn? I didn't. Yeah. No. I think that's, I have, but go ahead, tell me. Is there, uh, she's expecting a litter of mittens. <laughs> go. That is awful. God, awful dead joke. It is. Oh, it is. Man. Spot on. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, you know who's a wealth of that stuff would be like Tommy. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Uncle Tom is a, uh, he's a dead joke. Uh, he tells one where the punchline is it's, it's a hickory daiquiri doc. And I. There, I there's should, hickory I daiquiri doc and there's the moose. There's the one about the moose. Oh, that's the Sven and Ollie joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I'll never tell it because I could just never nail it the way that it was told to me. So I don't yeah. bother. Yeah. Sven and Ollie. Sven and Ollie's a, is that's a legendary joke. They play 20 questions. <laughs> and uh, uh, Sven says to Ollie, you want to play 20 questions? And Ollie says, oh, yeah, Sven, I'll play it. And then and uh, Sven says, well, you got to ask the first question. And he says, is it, is it big? And he says, yeah. He says, does it, does it smell good? Yeah. Does it taste good? Yeah. So stupid. Sven says, is it moose dick? And Ollie says, yeah, it's moose dick. <laughs> oh. Oh. Equally, equally funny is nothing. About, nothing is equally funny. In about of uh, in about of drunkenness, I own moosedickbeer dot com. <laughs> I forgot that is funny. I forgot. Yeah. Oh shit! The geeky, the geek cast live brewery. Yeah, moose dick beer. I also own a, a odd McDonald's farm, which is fun. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, and then I was I was there when we were. Somebody's uh, Joe. I think, I think you were there. Were you there when Justin bought Take a Dump and Bake It dot com? <laughs> no, I, I was not. <laughs> nope, missed that one. <laughs> Sounds yeah, about he, right though. He said, oh. he, he said, "What do you mean you own MooseDickBeer dot com?" I said, well, "I don't know." He got on GoDaddy and I typed in Moose Dick Beer and it was available for like ninety nine cents. cents. <laughs> so I, no one wanted it. So I bought it, and now no one else can have it. It's mine now. <laughs> and he's like, so what if somebody wanted to buy, I don't know, take a dump and bake it? And I was like, you, you if you want to so if you want to own it, so we got a, it was 14 cents. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm like, did you, I'm like, you going to buy it? He's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy it. God damn right I am. I'm not going to let that one slip away. And do what with it? 
I I have no I, idea. I hope it's all horrific children's television. <laughs> I hope it's videos of him like pooping in a Folgers can and throwing it in the oven. <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's just a scene of him shirtless working a giant clay just making a giant clay pot <laughs> shitting over a hole. Well, there's not there's that, but <laughs> just him like oh like him like ghosting. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. You'll never know what's in your next flower pot. <laughs> oh, because it's uh-huh. he's there using his shit. Uh <laughs> see now I got it. Jokes are best uh, explained as Rob has enlightened us. Yeah, that's <laughs> the goddamn truth. <laughs> oh man. For a show that we've actually for the first time in a long time, I actually sent out some sort of loose agenda for what the show is gonna be about today. We're uh we're yeah. what? Ten minutes in, we've talked about uh, nothing. We've talked about like shit well, pottery and, <laughs> and fucking moose dicks. We've come weirdly <laughs> close to uh, at least one of the topics, though. So yeah, I think I think we hit we got Roseanne out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, pottery. Either or moose dick. I mean, what, <laughs> pick them. God. Or uh, or come get me if you're bored. That. <laughs> uh, that yeah. Too. So. So Roseanne, Roseanne's plug was pulled. Who uh, cares? Shocked, remember I that say. time? Remember that time that I said I, that it was the reboot that nobody wanted or needed. When they when they rebooted it, I went out and bought pearls so I could clutch them when it was canceled. <laughs> Your own personal Roseanne rosary. Yep. Oh, I like that. Oh. I like what you did there. That's, uh, that's an early show title, by the way. Now we're, hey, we're there. If it, if it wasn't moose dick, then it's certainly that. Well, it was going to be moose dicks and shit pottery, but now it's probably just Roseanne rosaries. God. We all need one. All I know is that uh, in, in four years, we're going to have another bracket challenge where this season's uh, episode titles will be up. And you're going to look back and say, what was, what was moose dick and shit pottery again? <laughs> <laughs> My, that was a moose dick Roseanne rosary. <laughs> My favorite part of all of this was uh, her passively pet playing it off like it was it was all the ambient. It was the right, ambient's fault that I said some racist shit. And I don't know if you guys Twitter at all or have followed the internet news, but the manufacturers of Ambien decided to give an official Twitter response. This is beautiful. Uh, oh, it truly is. And, it's like staring uh, into the sun. Yeah. So I don't. I don't have the exact quote in front of me right here, but it was something to the effect of: When taking any sort of medication, you can oftentimes expect some sort of adverse side effect. To our knowledge, racism has never been a side effect of any of our medications. That's <laughs> about damn. It's about <laughs> like I've never been one for big pharma. That's some heavy shade thrown, and I have to respect it. <laughs> you don't have to like it, but, but I respect it. it. <laughs> oh, what a That's time funny. to be alive! Indeed, it is. Rob's never been one for big pharma. Hashtag. <laughs> 
Well, I always, you know, well, I, they, I, they I rolls the last hundred years suspending his <laughs> right choice. My I rolls in Lomax. Projecting itself, something. I rolls in Lomax. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, this is taking an interesting turn. I want that to take off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's, else? A, what's a lock and key? Oh, Joe, this is uh, Joe. This is teed up just for you. It is uh, lock and key is a graphic novel series by Joe Hill, who is uh, Stephen King's son. I've heard you speak of him. Um, it is a. It's a really, really. I think it's a really cool graphic novel story where basically it's it's this family whose dad has recently been um has, has recently passed away i don't want to spoil anything and so they've had to move back to his family uh mansion for some reason i, I forget what it is just you know plot and uh they as they're living in this house they begin to find these magical keys that do these various interesting things and um uh, basically sh- shenanigans ensue and it's it's just a fantastic it's beautifully illustrated the story is intriguing. It's very well paced, and um, it does a really good job of very slowly bringing you into the world. So that by the time it sort of uh, what would normally be jumping the shark is like, oh, that's normal. That makes sense. Um, so, which production house or cinema company is going to fuck it up for everybody? Uh, it's going. It's going to Netflix. Hmm. But it's it's had a very long road to uh it's it's been one of those um Will they won't they like very Netflix is no properties. longer infallible to me, but it's not a bad place to try to start. Mm-hmm. Uh it was it was wasn't it it was picked up by Hulu, they shot a pilot. Um it got uh the pilot got like standing uh applause. It was like it was very well received and then the uh the uh, is it the is it one of the machete brothers who does he did a it and he's doing it too um how does it have a sequel well it's it's the second part it's not a it's not a sequel i guess it's more of a just the continuance of the story but I uh i didn't finish the story in the movie did you ever watch the uh like the early 90s miniseries yeah Yeah. okay so you know how like pennywise comes back every 30 years yeah well so they had the part where it was the kids and then next thing you know like harry anderson from night court and john were there very familiar okay well they're doing that part of the story yeah oh they didn't i I didn't see that no the uh the one that was produced earlier was just the the children's part. oh you haven't you haven't seen you haven't seen it no no oh that's really good man I it guess. is. It it's good. It is. I don't, good. I, I'm very curious how they make it good or the dynamic if they're not having the child sex orgy. No, <laughs> I was going to say the the. I thought the whole. I, I don't know. I thought that really set the dynamic, though. The idea of how that stuck with them into adulthood and that flashback part it never occurred to me that they would just keep it in the. Kid version. I'm sure it's scary, but it seems like it does the story a disservice. I think they're going to use that flashback part, this this second part, because the kid actors from the first movie are still in the second movie. So they're going to use the that flashback is going to be part of that second part. 
But anyway, interesting. He's uh he's um he had to the the production of the Hulu show was not going to allow him to do both, and so he left. Um, he left being the director of the series and the executive producer, and so Hulu just said like, "Oh well, fuck it, we're out then." And then Netflix picked it up and are going to uh, recast but keep the same pilot, the same uh, story beats and everything. So interesting. Weird. So yeah, my- and, I've, and I've never read any Lock and Key, um, but I love Joe Hill, so I don't. I I, I want to. Where do I From- start, Joe? Um, I would go, um, they, they have published big volumes of, of the sets. And so I would just go to Amazon and find lock and key volume one. And it should be a collection of the first like, uh, 10 or 12 issues. It looks like there are six mini series and three one shots or seven, seven, seven in the mini series. Yeah. Um, just doing a quick glance over this, though, uh, am I wrong to assume that this is fairly Lovecraftian? And no, you're not, you're not wrong to assume that at all. I mean, it seems like the first publication for it was called, and I quote, "Welcome to Lovecraft." So that was Stephen King's son. That wasn't Sorry. a hard reach for me. Lovecraft yeah, is yeah. the name of the the family manse. Oh, well played. It turns me on, Joe, when you say man. I was just, you know, word. words out of my mouth. <laughs> I was going to I was going to talk about the, the the budding erection in my shorts. <laughs> well, you're welcome. What other fancy word can you drop within the next five minutes? Don't say it now. But just think about it. it. Build yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Right. It I think about it, it won't come to mind. When I Ryan's got 23 bones. <laughs> and please work it in organically. <laughs> just just sneak yeah. it. Yeah, you, can't, can. you can't just say like, you can't just say like ruse out of nowhere. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> good this one. This is an average ruse. For chance. Uh, <laughs> any chance, any chance, is there any chance you can... Michael. <laughs> Look around. Can you form a, a, some sort of rudimentary lathe? Ter <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Griffin. Griffin. Damn it. Damn. Damn it. Let's let's uh, let's keep it in the in the uh, author's works being turned into TV shows and being fucked about- up by big budget production houses. Sure, let's do that. Okay, I was going to talk about George R. R. Martin's Ice Dragon and Night Flyers. That's what I was going to Yeah, I meant that. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. Perfect. Uh, never read either one of them. Nope. Nor have I. Didn't well, even what, so- what sounds great to me is A Song of Ice and Fire for Kids. That, that just sounds like exactly what the fuck I need in my life. <laughs> well, that's okay. the Ice Dragon. I thought are, that was they, just Thomas the Tank Engine. Are they doing it? Uh, are they doing it animated? Yeah. Ooh. That's... That's probably the best way to go about that. In my their animation house is better than the one that does the CGI for the show. Thumpkin <laughs> uh, King. You really are not digging Mr. Thumpkin. No, I'm not. I was never a fan of Spy Kids, though. Fair enough. Um, I haven't read it either. I didn't even exist it other than now that I've, I know it's 30-something years old, but it's been redone based on his uh, 
but he did another refurbing of it in his famous years. It's also not uh it's, it's not a, it's a kid's novella. Yeah, it's so not, not canon to the Song of Ice and Fire. No, world. no, no. It's just a completely it happens to have the a dragon in it, but that's the only thing. Right. But right. I, I just don't like that I mean there's nothing we're gonna do. They're the powers that be, including including him himself, you know. I mean, I still love him and respect him, but he's kind of becoming a whore in that just any and all of his works are, are being thrown out in a hundred different ways. He's serving as a producer on this project. Uh, I'm obviously pissed about all the stuff that HBO is picking up to uh, to spit out. So nobody's probably surprised that I'm salty about it. I just feel like it's overkill. And but we we I, might I, have, I don't want, it, I don't want have... to be dragged into a, a, a child's, you know, world. I, I kind of, I'm a little bit proprietary and selfish. I kind of like, you know, Game of Thrones to be an adults only realm. Well, I mean, to be fair, it technically still is. It's not part of the story's canon. I I get that. But yeah, I I see where you're coming from. I will say, though, I am more interested about his other project that's coming out Night Flyers. Uh, Tell me more. So I've only done. According to all the the TV promotion, it's. Um, from George R. R. Martin, and not like Game of Thrones, because that's yeah. the only thing they keep saying in the production stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So sorry, Rob. If I stole your no, it seems no, it seems like there's actually like not like after a, a quick Wikipedia, uh, it seems like there's not really a whole lot here. It was a short story that started in '85, and uh i guess in 87 there was a uh film that was based on it which i've hmm. also never heard of uh but it was night flyers the film um it's uh I, if i could cut in for a quick second by all means I, I actually know a little about this because right after you guys left the con Lindsay and i went to the uh works of george r, r. martin forum okay hmm. and this was brought up by the panel of fellas and lady up there um one of the four different you know pre-fame george r R. martin books apparently this one's one of the ones that he really likes and likes to talk about and it was the first of his anything to kind of get put in by hollywood uh i know if you go to imdb you can read about it it's like one of if i remember right one of like the worst reviewed movies ever made um let me see if I can find it here real quick. No problem believing that. Uh, like, like laughably so. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm uh, profe- professor hires a spaceship to get to the source of weird signals from deep space. The trip is cor- cut short, however, when the ship's computer gets jealous because the captain is in love with one of the female passengers and it gets homicidal. It has a 3.9. The most basement dwelling plot I've ever heard in my life. Please continue. uh, Well, the only interesting part, it scores a 3.9, which is really hard to do. And it has the dad from Fresh Prince in it. Well, hot damn. So that's really really it. Um, It it came up in the the discussion uh, point that I guess the book is better than the movie, clearly. And that George R. R. Martin likes to talk about his stuff that's not. Song of Ice and Fire. So uh, that's my little two cents on Night Flyers. 
This is part of the uh, the a cool panel universe. Yeah, I found which is it was, uh, it was interesting. It was some of the like the the pear shaped man. I guess it's like one of his first books, and it's, that's pretty freaking creepy. And so they kind of walk through some of his uh, his uh, Stephen King influenced early works and how his diseased little mind kind of got going with what ultimately ended up being the very dark uh, Song of Ice and Fire. So. Night Flyer follows eight maverick scientists and a powerful, quote, telepath, end quote. Mm-hmm. Who, emblo- mm-hmm. <laughs> who embark on an expedition to the edge of our solar system aboard the Night Flyer. Are they a telepath? Like, psych is a psychic? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I just wondered why I has quotes around it. I know. Uh, a ship with a small, tight-knit crew and a reclusive captain <laughs> in, ho- in the hope of making contact with alien life. Okay, so, okay, this, I listen... Think- I'm picturing a scene where they've not bothered to edit out the wires that are moving things with their telepathy. <laughs> oh. This is a like the characters stand up all night tying strings to apples so that they can make a float later. <laughs> this is a unexpected perfect segue to my mystery exercise I want to put you guys through for next week's show. Okay. All right. Alrighty. I I didn't expect to get there now, but if this is just you guys reading the descriptions of this book and show. I'm I'm challenging the three of you, including myself, to see how how four. intense. Yes, four of us, including myself. <laughs> how intense our hive mind is. Okay. So, without without uh, conversing throughout the week. Just bring your homework with you next next Wednesday. Create your character that you're pitching as a character to be included in the GeekCast Live space opera we're not writing but are currently writing. Okay. So knowing that there's nothing in the world that's original, and of course you're going to be influenced by things... Um, I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not looking for. uh, I'm not looking for pure, you know, originality or anything like that. I just want to see how, when when four characters get dropped into the show, when we're talking about them, how well they would end up working together on, uh, you know, as a gentleman space team. What? Did you say space opera? Yeah, like Star Wars space opera. Or, or or something so, to that effect. Like so a, I, can't, a I, can't be, I can't be Nigel Tufnell. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I guess you could be a guy named Nigel Tufnell. You just can't be Nigel Tufnell from Spinal Tap. Oh, what the fuck? No, okay. I want I want an original character, but knowing that there's no such thing as an original character. Right, but it's 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 set in space. Is it comical or not? It's, yes. Is maybe, it uh, maybe it, maybe you end up being the comic relief? Who knows? Are we okay. coming up with only our own character, or are we trying to figure out who everyone else's character is? No, 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 just your own character. Are we creating who we would be? Nope. Okay. Just create a character, and next week, when we get, to the, when we, when we get on the show, we are going to tell each other who our characters are. A little backstory, maybe what they look like, their name. This uh, is a very, we'll just, very uh, 
loose parameters here. Well, that is that is loose parameter. I don't want to. I don't want to hamstring you into uh, telling. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to force you to create a, a certain character. You know what I mean? I don't want to say like Nick, you're creating the captain of the ship. Because I would rather you show up with. I'm tr- I'm testing. I'm testing our hive mind. Will which one of us is going to create the captain of the ship? Because I don't think Joe would. Are we all on a ship? I guess there doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. Is there a ship at all? Sure. Also a good question. How many people can be on my pleasure barge? (laughs) See, that's perfect. As as many as you'd like. As many. All right. What happened? Jabalando is a name I'm going to use next time I have to check into a hotel. Well, the best part is that's a incredible surname. Like if you were Steve Javolando. (laughs) 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 No one even questions it. Oh, from the upstate Javolandos. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. From the from the the Yorkshire Javolandos. Kind of mistake. I'm from the North Carolina (laughs) Javolandos. Well Yeah, we only use one B. We were descended from uh, the Javelandos. Yeah. The Javelandos. Slug farmers. The extra consonants. Slug farmers. (laughs) We exist solely to create things to destroy cabbage crops. (laughs) 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 We're the armorers and farmers. Try and keep this boat between the navigational beacons. It's, <laughs> it's really tough. It really is. I'm Sorry. just trying to. Speaking of weird fucking space operas, Joe, I hear you've been reading a book. And worms. And worms. Wyverns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been reading Dune. And. Uh... Strong segue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sell um, me on it, Joe, because. Not to come across as you, but I read like four pages and couldn't get into it. I totally get it. I, I forced myself through uh, the first 50 because that was about half of what you said you made it to. It's tough. It's super distracting. The fact that his name is Paul and his mom's name is Jessica and that they are Atreides and they are against a guy named Vladimir Harkonnen whose head assassin is named Peter, but it's not fucking spelled P-E-T-E-R, it's P-I-T-A-R. Pytar. Pytar. Or maybe it's, maybe it's P-I-T-I-R. Anyway, it's been P-modded, and it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can get over those things, the narrative uh, really picks up. Um, he eventually stops using his, his stupid name and creates a new name for himself, uh, Muadib. Uh, which is a little more thematic. Yeah, that clears it up. That makes it easier. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Touche, (laughs) touche. But it makes so much sense in the story. It makes a lot of sense in the story. But it's, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's, there's so much politics going on in it and background machinations. And the other thing that he does that I think is absolutely fascinating is he tells you right from the start how the story is going to end. And then constantly defies that ending. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've never, I don't understand how he kept me in suspense the entire book because he told me how it was going to end. And then it ended that way. And I was like, are you, how, how did it end? How did you get here? <laughs> I was impressed to say the least. I, uh, I thought maybe if I were to get the audio version, it would, um, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. That's what it would help. It would maybe help me. Mm-hmm. And then I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that would work very well. No, no. Uh, I think that you, there would be so much that's just lost. Yeah. Well, it's also, I think it's read by Frank Herbert himself. Oh, no. Ah. And, and, and while there's some authors, like speaking of Stephen King, if you get me an audiobook read by Stephen King, written by Stephen King, that's like the fucking best. Um, I would think that a dude. I would think Dune being read by its author would be one of the worst things possible. I would imagine it. Yeah. Just from his picture on the back. Yeah. I can't imagine him having any sort of dulcet voice or character inflections. Although he he was a, um, he was a political speech writer for a time. And as soon as Dune was published, he actually went on a speaking tour because uh, it was, it was published in, in 65 and once it started to become popular, a lot of people realized the ecological message. And so a lot of ecology conferences hired him. It's true. So he actually was a, a, a well-known public speaker in his time. In hmm. certain circles. Ben Stein was also a speechwriter. <laughs> and could you imagine him reading you an audiobook? Yes. I could. I'd I wanted be, to be, I'd I'd wanted to read Go the Fuck to Sleep. <laughs> see that's that's the problem i'm having i was talking about christopher moore last week i'm having a uh i went right away and i got uh, two more of his books mm. lamb and fool and lamb is read by fisher stevens who nick you should recognize what that is short circuit yep he's reading he reads uh the gospel according to biff um, from the book Lamb about Jesus's missing years, and I'm loving the story, but I can't stand the way that motherfucker's reading it to me, so I have to stop listening to it. The synopsises of Dune are are written by people who either hated it or are convincing other people they should not watch it or read it. Give me, give me a couple <clears throat> if you have them handy. I do. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I go here. Uh, in the far future, a duke and his family are sent by the emperor to a sand world from which comes a spice that is essential for interstellar travel. The move is designed to destroy the duke and his family, but his son escapes and seeks revenge as he uses the world's ecology as one of his weapons. <laughs> End quote. Yeah. yeah, I would never tell anyone the synopsis of this book because it makes no sense. Yeah, it sounds asinine, but it's so good. Like really good I, man. I would like I have uh, having not read Tolkien. I guess I'm not like one fair to be able to give this kind of analysis. But I love Dune. I would consider Dune the equivalent of Lord of the Rings in terms of science fiction. It, it, it I think, is I think a, Lord it, of the Rings. I think a lot of people do. I, and, you're not and, wrong and, there. I mean, this is a it's it's. A book that it should be like, if there's required reading for being a uh, air quotes geek, 
I would say that Dune is probably on that list. I figured, honestly, for one character and one character alone that you would have powered through this story, Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Although they don't mention Idaho until... Um, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I oh, wait, that okay. Yeah, the yeah. other thing is, is so, like, when, when, um, when we first meet Paul in his room, we meet uh, Thufir Hawat, the assassin <laughs> of the Duke Atreides. Just and we meet... Him, uh, just call him Sting. <laughs> <laughs> and we meet... Uh, oh, seriously? Sting played him? Good oh, Christ. Yeah. I wonder that movie was bad. Um... And we meet um, uh, Gurney Halleck, the mm-hmm. bard assassin. Yep. Um, but Duncan Idaho has been sent ahead to the to Dune already to Arrakis. So we don't get we don't get to meet Duncan Idaho until much later in the story. The corrupt Padishah Emperor Shaddam the Fourth. What in the serious fuck? <laughs> it's yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Here's the thing: if you can all make it through, if you can make it through Lord of the Rings with all of the asinine names that are in there, I'll be at their beautiful and well composed. Yeah, hey, but I, they're different races. What I, what I love about Lord this of the Rings is fucking space. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't hate parts of the Silmarillion. Uh, fair. Well, for yeah, the, for the same I'm, reasons, or like the Book of Genesis, now nah. which. <laughs> it's 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 thirty four pages of fucking uh, and he begat him he he begat this him. person who begat this person and the tribes of Israel and this person begat that it's like fucking on here's a vignette about Chubal invented brass <laughs> so on to on to Exodus <laughs> who's Gurney Halleck Patrick Stewart <laughs> it's true but, I mean what's the character he's the the bard assassin oh, they had. Yeah, he's he's a he's a bard assassin. He's one of the <laughs> warriors of of this universe's history. He's a legend while he lives. Wonderful. <laughs> Let's see who's who's, uh, who's, who's Doctor Kynes. Uh, he is a planetologist. Uh, Max dude. Von and also, Cidow. and also the the leader of the uh, Freemen. Fremen. Fremen, whatever. Oh, not the, yeah, the Dan Pair. Yep. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce any of these words. Most of them are made up. That's, 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 most of them are made up. All words are made up. Touche. Fair. My man Dean Stockwell plays Dr. Wellington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I said UA, but I don't know. (laughs) I got Fremen wrong. Chiway. This is a tremendous casting. I'm sorry, this guy I hijacked your segment. You no, were telling us why Dune is something. Fucking, don't fuck with the movie. The movie's shit awful. I, I wouldn't I I don't even want to see the movie. I uh I will recommend, however, sci-fi back in its heyday actually did a like like eight part miniseries that was really good. And I do stand by aughts? that. Huh? From the early aughts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was actually like probably the best thing that sci-fi had put out until Sharknado, easily. They're equally as ridiculous. Uh, Sharknado 6, uh, it's about time, will be the last Sharknado. <laughs> That's sad. It also involves time travel. Just hey, 
Speaking of Sharknado, did you guys watch Deadpool? (laughs) Yes. I did. I think we should talk about that. I did. I really did. Blackland was Paul Atreides. Yeah, it was a fuck awful movie. But not a fuck awful movie. Deadpool 2. The exact opposite of a fuck awful movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nick, I'm assuming you're going to have gripes. Well, you know me so well. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's let Joe get his unbridled optimism out of the way first. I loved the movie. I have absolutely no complaints. I uh, I I, I, I love you, Joe. You, I, you can be such a tunnel vision, Simon. Sometimes. Yep. Um. I actually, I, what I liked about it was uh, it did exactly what Guardians Two didn't do. It gave me more of what I liked without choking me on it. I would agree with that. I actually, uh, I was, I honestly was not, I was not super into Deadpool one. I, I didn't like it very much at all, to be honest with you. You're a fucking liar. And <laughs> such a fucking. That, see, that seems impossible that you would Get love the second fuck one. Out of here. Didn't like the first one. Well, that, the, the, that, the so. first one, the first one didn't go as far as I wanted it to, and so I was really let down. And so I walked into this one with no expectations whatsoever, and it blew me away. <laughs> I, you, du- you duplicitous hack. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just he, he finally did some of the stuff that I really wanted, one, but they couldn't do in the first one because they were still trying to prove that people wanted this. And so I loved all of the all of the real world references, all of the uh, tie in jokes to Infinity War. I loved the after credit scenes. I thought they were oh yeah, icing on the cake. Him getting a hold of that fucking time turner and mm-hmm. <laughs> going and writing the fucking timelines everywhere. Mm-hmm. Killing Ryan Reynolds while he was reading the Green Lantern script. Yes, that was excellent. Good. <laughs> so no, I, I I really have no complaints. I thought it was narratively well structured. I liked the way that it mocked itself. They could have used six more bangerangs by Skrillex, if you ask yeah, me. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, I I will say I didn't care for the way the X Force was wiped out, but like I, I thought that was hilarious. It. Yeah, it was funny, but like I got it, you know. <laughs> and then and then he goes back and only saves Peter. Mm-hmm. That was good. I like that. Just walk away. I wouldn't let anything happen to you, Sugar Bear. Uh. Probably my favorite character in this movie, though, was Domino. Yes, Jesus, that was she was fantastic mm-hmm. the whole time. And then I thought, uh, oh shit, uh, Thanos playing uh, Cable was magnificent. Oh, he nailed that. Josh uh, Brolin, I think, is his name. Not it was weird that they were able to find Josh Brolin, uh, a New Zealand. That's Brolin. Andy Milanakis. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was, uh, that was, God. I will say, you know what? I do have a negative thing to say. That kid was annoying as hell. Yeah. He but, was awful. Yeah. He's in a, he's in a great movie called Hunt for the Wilder People by Taika Waititi. Hmm. That is, uh, it's, uh, it stars, um, him and Sam Neill, Dr. Alan Grant, and, uh, that that he's 
that's the first movie I saw him in. I didn't. Uh, so I, I'd oh, like him man, in that one. I didn't like him so much in Deadpool too. Ah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what what else. Uh, I thought Cable was incredibly well done. Uh, I think the only complaint that I had, while it was funny, was it had possibly the longest dying throws for a character. Oh yeah, I had forgotten ever. about that already. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've ever seen somebody take so long to die. I loved it, then I hated it, then I loved it again. Yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, well, well, Ryan, I'm sure, gave it a 10 out of 10 on MPW. I think we can just go ahead and oh, stamp I that in. I, I, don't, I don't think I did. Hmm. Oh, boy. No, I, think I, went nine, I think I went 9-5. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I went I went 9-5. You're really grading it tough. Well, he hates the New Zealand accent. Hey, I really enjoyed the movie, so I fucking laughed. My my problem with the movie, honestly, is there was – I can remember a lot of the jokes from – I'm sorry. I remember remember a lot of the one-liners from the first Deadpool. Mm. There was so much in this movie that I – I don't think I can recall one joke. The only joke I can recall is the one that was in the trailer. That didn't make the movie that I thought was funnier than uh, it's when he comes when he comes home and like he's late and he's trying to give uh, Vanessa his like his excuses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in the trailer, he says, I was I was busy uh, collecting all the gluten and sending it into space so it could not, (laughs) not hurt us anymore. (laughs) <laughs> that was funnier than anything that was in the oh, movie. Oh man, I don't think I it saw wasn't in the movie. So I thought, I thought the, um, I thought it had a kind of a. There was no real antagonist. Uh, uh, I will say the the, the surprise support antagonist was yeah. fucking yeah, I'm, I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm I thought cool. that was the worst part of the movie. Really? I love them I dropping thought it was Juggernaut fucking in. terrible. Wow, yeah, I had no problem with Juggernaut. I thought the CG had, was a I little had, weird, uh, but I, I mean, it was more Juggernaut well, was, than, than... I was, I was more distracted than, by Colossus's CG, this film. That yeah, was all cool. Ryan Reynolds, too, by the way. Wait, what, really? Juggernaut what? Did, the, did the facial motion capture and the voice for Juggernaut. Oh, shit. Huh. So... I liked uh, I liked all of the subtle shit that Juggernaut said during all of it. Like uh, the kid was like, like, "Why do you wear that helmet?" And he's like, "Because my brother's an asshole in a wheelchair." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Who's his brother? Um, Xavier. Charles Xavier. Is is whose brother? Colossus's brother. No, Not Colossus. I'm sorry, Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Juggernaut's brother. Really? How the hell yeah. did that happen? Uh, Charles' dad was a whoremonger. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, they're half brothers. Yeah, I have no idea the Juggernaut character. I don't know why he is Hulk sized. I, I thought it was better than Vinnie Jones's by Juggernaut far. Yeah. In Last Stand, oh, the Juggernaut. I was expecting Ryan Reynolds to make some sort of fucking reference, like, "Oh shit, it's the Juggernaut, bitch!" Mm-hmm. And then. uh uh, I thought Yukio. Why is he so big? Yukio was great. Uh, do you want the real reason? Yeah, because he found some sort of magic crystal that gave him superpowers. Of course it did. 
Naturally. Why do I ask? You fucking asked. You fucking walked right Christ. Did you ask? But then he actually said, like, do you really you want me really to tell you? want that answer? Because I know you don't want to know. Or I could say, like, genetics or I can, I can make up any the, excuse. The or crimson just, gem of Cytorac. Yep. In or, or case you, you needed to complete your <laughs> You could have um, just said he's a mutant and that right. would have probably worked, yeah. but instead might it's have, the crimson gem it. of Ciderac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um I I I will say I really I really liked the movie. I did I did enjoy it. I did like a lot of what Joe said, except for his blind optimism. Um if I if I were to take a critical pin to it. What I didn't love, I, I I'm not I'm not really trying to be a hater. I talked to Lindsay about it after that that fire fist character and the actor both just were so sucky. Yeah, like I, I, it was just I don't know why they I, I, I'm just surprised they couldn't do any better with that. I, I get the story point as far as the you know the troubled youth, but. It, it just never seemed to make sense. I but, just think the kid's but, a terrible fucking Negasonic, actor. Yeah, I mean, in the first movie, like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead was was a troubled youth, and they yeah, managed to worked. fucking nail yeah, that. It, they it, nailed it. It works. Uh, I would agree. So, he was definitely the weakest part of the movie. So that was bad. Uh, I honestly... I was kept waiting for Deadpool to go serious for a little bit, you know? That's um, Deadpool. Well, in the in the first movie, he did a bit um, when he was dealing with Francis. Um, you know, not that he ever totally went like super serious, but you know, when he was in the uh, when he was first getting super powered up, you know, it was got kind of raw there for a little bit, and you know, well, you, could mean, they, was, they you could tell he was you could tell he was really with this whenever angry when he, he was uh, fighting Ajax, grabbed that motherfucker but, and jumped in front of a truck. Uh, that was probably the most serious that I think he got there yet. But like, yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I, just the rest of it, I kind of was waiting for him to kind of buckle down. Yeah, maybe a bit. And and I, the one thing I really didn't like was, um, how often he was getting like mutilated. You know, I thought I thought that was like too, like too much making a mockery of his abilities. Deadpool um, does that all the time, though. Like the comics are literally tired of them just making a mockery of "I have insane regeneration, chop off my head, and then I'll, I'll be just, a fucking head for a little bit." The one thing, the one thing that they are really good at doing is staying very faithful to the character in the comics. The characters, which they one of the things they were talking about on Screen Rant is that. They think that uh, Deadpool three, rather than rather than try to keep Deadpool rolling, and uh, they should take and because uh, the timing of it will be right about the time that, and I don't think I don't think any of us think that Comcast is actually going to steal Fox away from Disney at this point, even though they're saying they're going to they're making an all cash offer and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and by the way, June tenth is when the Fox shareholders decide what they're going to do. So we'll know officially by June 11th, probably, but um, they're saying that they should actually take and Deadpool three should be a version of Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. 
I would love that. that would and they, incredible. But they should have him kill the fox part of the Marvel Universe. I think that would be fucking amazing. As a way to literally say, yes, there was a, there was a separate Marvel Universe and Deadpool killed all of it. That still <laughs> lets you keep Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool to use in the MCU because Ryan Reynolds and James Gunn now are trying to figure out how they can get Deadpool and the Guardians of the Galaxy today. I think that would be fucking stellar, and that would make Guardians of the Galaxy infinitely better. So I'm just that's, that's how long do they work them into into the next uh, Infinity War movie? I I would love it. Hopefully, I, it, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. I still think that the best thing that they could that they should have. Well, I've already talked about it. They should have him actually kill the Marvel Universe because that's a great way to just get like, oh, a new Iron Man. Yeah. Of course there is. And now we're looking at an entirely new universe. Right. Well, but that's the other thing that came out today. And I'm sorry. If I completely derailed the Deadpool deal, I'm sorry. Yes. But one of the things that they were uh, in the build up to the next Infinity War movie, Avengers Mm -hmm. 4, they released a Captain Marvel, uh, like one shot. The road, I think it was actually called the. I think it's called the Road to Infinity, and it's a Captain Marvel. It's it's her story, mm. and it it shows Captain Marvel sending a message to all the other Captain Marvels in all the other Marvel universes, and in on that big two page spread in one of the little bubbles that shows all the different Captain Marvels. One of them is Brie Larson's Captain Marvel from the MCU. That's dope. So the other article I read, and I'll try to find it for you, was what if they did cast uh, Catherine Winnick? What if they did cast Brie Larson? What if, what if they casted multiple Captain Marvels? That would be fucking incredible. And just haven't yeah. told us yet. Care with Thrace. Just a thought. Just throw it out there. Anyway, back to Deadpool. So uh, overall, I mean, yeah, it really was good. I thought the uh, the, the writing was was really good. Um, I don't know. I I, I am nitpicking. I, I would I actually wouldn't mind if they had slowed the jokes a little bit at certain points. Um, just if nothing else to kind of build. I, I thought Kate, I thought Josh Brolin was just excellent, um, and the cable character in general. Uh, was just damn good, um, but yeah, I could have done without the constant, you know, mutilation of the character physically. It's a bit over the top, but uh, and, and I thought Juggernaut was awful, but beyond that, it was a great movie. But that fucking, but that Juggernaut and Colossus fight, <laughs> I loved it. And I love so that Colossus was like, I'm playing dirty. And then it ends with him literally shoving an electrical cord up Juggernaut's bum. <laughs> was, bum was bum your fancy old that you were going to try to work on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot. Bum? It's the best you had? <laughs> I tried some other ones earlier, but you didn't catch them. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> That's my fault. So, yeah, no. Overall, I, though, you enjoyed yourself, Nick. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did. Um, I, I thought the, uh, 
I'm like you. I wish I could remember some of the jokes offhand, but I mean, it, the the jokes were really well written. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I like I like T.J. Miller's character from a comic relief standpoint. Um, yeah, it's a shame he probably won't be in any more Deadpool movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what you too get bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, bomb. but when you call in a bomb threat and the FBI arrests you, it's you know what are you going to do? Right, right. Keep I, acting. I did keep waiting for uh, a captain with Dopinder. Captain what? A Captain Planet. Oh god, because he's so obviously the embodiment of heart. Heart. Thank you. Sorry, it's more pathetic than love. Courage. I, the one thing that I I've used twice now since I've seen it is uh, shirt cocking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How about just, baby legs? By the way, he's just straight shirt cocking. <laughs> I, hey there, baby legs. I'm uh, regular legs. <laughs> fucking shirt cocking. I love I didn't that. realize Josh Brolin was so short. That was I tough guess. for me. Yeah, that was tough I, for me. I also like that was a good joke too. With the joke, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, now, what do you think about that fucking article? Well, I keep saying these articles. I should just reference the article. There's another Screen Rant article that talks about how they don't believe. Do you read anything all. but Screen Rant? I love Screen Rant. Yeah, I, I go to slash, slash film and uh, comicbookmovies.com. And <laughs> Something had to replace Cracked. Right. Yeah, well, pretty much. I, 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 if you don't, you go to Screen Rant as a wealth of, wealth of the, Polygon is a good. Uh, Polygon is I read a lot of Polygon myself. Yeah. But anyway, um, unbeknownst to me, there was actually a comic book version of Cable that the whole time you think it's Cable, it's actually not. It's future Wolverine. Oh. Acting That's... as if acting as if he's Cable. And he just okay. doesn't use he just doesn't use the claws anymore because he just has found that he doesn't really need to. Because he um, realized that guns were a thing after 200 years of having guns right. around him. And being so shot by him and stuff. Well, so basically you find out that like all this time we thought, you know, we thought that this guy's character was Cable and really it was just Wolverine from the future. Um, the, 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 the Screen Rant article was saying that what if what we saw in this movie was just that? Because he was, this Cable is woefully underpowered compared to what Cable actually is his skill set coupled with the fact that he's not seven foot tall, like he's normally portrayed. And they actually reference the fact that he's five eleven, which is Mm -hmm. coincidentally Wolverine's height. Yeah. So what if we actually Wolverine's five, three. Yeah. I don't know much about comic books, but I know that Wolverine's a fucking little tiny pocket Hercules of Canadian descent. (laughs) Dead on Nick. Take, uh, um, a take nine inches and shove them up your ass. <laughs> God, if I could, I would never leave my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just typed in how tall is, and there's a Kevin Hart says five feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even make it to his name. The most searched for thing on Google after you type how tall is is just Kevin Hart. So Google. It re- <laughs> It's it's like it's that great fucking uh uh college humor skit where it's it's if Google was a person. Mm-hmm. Oh god. The best part of that is when they go in there and they say like sentence like they wanted to type in how short is Kevin Hart and they they typed 
like short Kevin Hart is. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. God. Size. <laughs> Did you mean? Oh man. <sighs> anyway, uh, the cameos were 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 decent. Uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Brad Pitt forgot he was going to cameo. <laughs> that's that's is what it looked like almost. Yeah. Well, he he uh, they asked him to do it. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll, uh, have Ryan Reynolds bring me coffee." And so on the day that they needed him to do it, Ryan Reynolds showed up with coffee, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And he was like, "Oh wait, no, right, I was going to do that thing." <laughs> do, do, see, do you ever actually see him? Only when he gets uh, yes. electrocuted. Gets Very electrocuted. briefly. Yep. It's actually enough that you would know it's him. Fight club esque. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't really catch it during. <laughs> and Matt Damon and Alan uh Tudjik. Tudik, 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 they're also they're the two. Yeah, they're the, they're, about they, get, they get zapped by cable. Oh, I didn't realize that. Holy shit. Yeah. No one would unless you were like, no, really you fucking it. looking for it. Yeah. Well, you, I don't think even if you were looking for it, I, I think it was one of those like it, only after the movie come out came out did people say like, oh yeah, by the way, that's Matt Damon because I don't think he's cr- even credited in the movies. No, I mean, no. he's a big name. But yeah, they, I, I was looking for him. I his, knew he was one of the rednecks, but I couldn't figure out which one. His credit, uh, the credits, it said uh, Hillbilly One's name was it's Matt Damon. <laughs> but they could it was the, the emphasis was lost that's funny um yeah so there you go deadpool deadpool see it. yeah see it. also spoilers. Val- valid <laughs> valid entry um nick probably should have mentioned that slightly spoiled earlier <laughs> oh, yeah. only slightly tainted <laughs> juggernaut's not in it <laughs> Everything we said was a lie, including. No, no, you haven't seen it. <laughs> Juggernauts not in it. Oh uh, shit! Juggernauts a lie. <laughs> you <It's your> title. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. What you geeking on, pal? Oh God, I knew you were going to ask me that too. You'd think I'd know after two hundred sixteen some odd episodes. Um. What am I really going to geek on? Uh, literature, hmm. and not good literature either. But I'm I'm I finished all of my uh, Song of Ice and Fire reindoctrination, all the books, and so I'm uh, I'm I'm getting away from like. Uh, fiction and i'm getting away from like tv for a while and just uh if i do have a little time in the evenings i'm going to read for the next month at least um whether it's any 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 works of nonfiction that i can have handy whether it is periodicals uh informative literature uh self-help book um stuff like that i'm going to try and uh, better and broaden myself through the written word. There you go. Nice. That's a noble endeavor. Um, sure. Indeed it is. So, what I should I need to just brush up on? So, yeah, anticlimactic, but there you have it. 
Oh. And as always, it's baseball season. So, right. how about you, Joe? Wow, uh, me. I don't. I can't. I've, I've been. I've been <laughs> geeking out on Dune all week. Oh God, that's, that's even worse than mine. <laughs> Come on. It's so good. I'm. T- it took me. I will say, it took me a full eighty pages to be hooked. So, but I really enjoyed it, and I'm. I'm on to the next book, Dune Messiah, which I think is. Uh, uh, ISIS, it's even harder to get into than, than Dune, which is not good. But at the same time, I'm, I think I'm going to like it better because uh, uh, as I understand it, what he tries to do in the second book is to show what the uh, the trouble with, with um, uh, unquestioning allegiance to his so-called Messiah is like. And 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 why that's not a good thing. So I'm I'm intrigued by that story. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. I will desperately need it. <laughs> GCR, how about you? Who are you geeking on this week? Uh, a couple things. Um, watched a great movie last night called Bad Day for the Cut. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a Irish made and produced film um uh pretty brutal uh but i i got a kick out of it and uh it has a uh it's the kind of movie i like it's it's got a fantastic ending a bad day for the cut okay uh it's about a a a past middle-aged man who dotes on his mother and when his mother dies uh, in a home invasion, he decides to exact revenge on those responsible. Hmm. The fuck would you stumble into that? It was uh, Carl Huddleston has been asking us to watch it. Um, uh, it's it's a movie that's made in his, I guess, you know, in his mother country, I guess, um, being from Ireland. And it's on, it's streaming on Netflix for free. So he watched it and... Uh, recommended it to us, and I just got around to doing it. So, nice. all right, a bad yeah. day in the cut. Bad day for the cut. For the cut. Yeah, there's a there's an extremely funny scene. Uh, about fifteen twenty minutes in, um, that takes place in his shed. If you watch it. I think you'll know what I'm talking about because it's laugh out loud funny. Okay. Um, and then I've, uh, with the world's, uh, a sport I used to love to watch and play. Uh, it's so fucking shitty. On t- uh, for the fourth year in a row, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors are playing for the championship in what could only be two predictable game sevens. Um, yeah. I have... I have tried to immerse myself in some 90s basketball um, all the way up to listening to a very recent crime and sports podcast from our man, uh, James and Jimmy from Small Town Murder. Uh, the Anthony Mason crime and sports is what, what Anthony Mason do. He's well, uh, besides banging a 14 year old. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Um, very interesting fella. Uh, he'd also, there's a, <laughs> there's a scene, there's a, they talk about this moment in his career where 
the Knicks first played the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. So it was the first, it was like, like Toronto's first home game or some shit. And I don't know if Joe and Rob, you'll remember this, but Nick, you'll remember their God awful jerseys. Yeah, they were, they were like, uh, like they had like, like a uh, cartoon dinosaur on the front, like holding. Yeah, they were like the the fucking outfits that the guys <laughs> used to guard fucking Vatican City, but they were yes. shorts and yes. with a fucking Velociraptor on the front. And they had like Tremendous. like the like the the jersey part that would go over your shoulder had like dinosaur teeth on it, and they were just fucking terrible. It was really well, bad. They're doing this pregame ceremony, and uh. Two of the biggest, meanest motherfuckers that ever played basketball. There's like, there's like, like Bill Lambeer, Charles Oakley, and Anthony Mason are just wrecking balls, right? Well, Oaks and Mason are standing next to each other, and out come the Toronto Raptors in their jerseys. And these are all guys, they're all NBA players. So, I mean, they're peers, right? Mm-hmm. And while they're doing their ceremony, Loud enough for like everyone to hear, Charles Oakley says, <laughs> and this it's crass, but I love it. He says to the to the guys, <laughs> "Do those jerseys come with cum stains on them?" <laughs> because that's the gayest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> that's what Charles Oakley says to the. To the I shouldn't laugh. I, to I, the Toronto Raptors. Well, that's the thing is, what are you going to do? Are you going to body up Charles Oakley for making fun of your? Are we talking about Charles Oakley or Anthony Mason? That was Oaks. Oaks said that. Oh, he then could Anthony, say that. Then Anthony Mason says to the guy, come on, brother. Dinosaurs? Remember when you dreamed of playing in the NBA? You should kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. What are you, you going to say to these two? Anthony Mason's what? He's like 6'11", and he's got biceps that look like tires. He's a big dude. He's just a fucking, and he'd like, he'd kick you in the chest just for no reason. Like he's like, like he's an emu. <laughs> Fuck. I'd wear, I'd wear a burlap sack with a velociraptor on it. If it was paying me an NBA paycheck, I was that's, glad yeah, that's, run up and down that's, shooting that. So. Right. I, I totally agree with you. So, so yeah. It's not as if it's a yo mama joke. You know, you it's can make a, fun of my stupid Jersey if you want to. Mace. It's a, it's a good mace. It's a great episode, though, if you want to listen to Crime and Sports. Um, they did, because uh, I've been, I've moved away from Small Time Murder for a little bit, not because I don't like it, but because I'm caught up. Um, and I haven't really listened to any Crime and Sports, so I, I got Jose Canseco tomorrow. Oh, my and, God. Uh, it, should, it should be wonderful. Yikes. So, yeah, that's what I've been geeking on. Face, how about you? Uh, I actually have, like, a small handful of things on this week uh firstly i started watching this series the uh, a cartoon series that was put out in 2014 uh it's called over the garden wall Ooh, if you I guys feel like i've heard about this if you haven't watched that i actually really recommend it it's okay. it's really solid it kind of like takes place in like a like early 19th century sort of vibe. It's dark fantasy, but like oddly cheery. And yeah. Elijah Wood is apparently still doing work. He is the voice of the main character for this. Really? Or one of the main characters, yeah. Dude, uh, dude Elijah Wood, stop working. Uh, re, re, when you're done with your deal here, 
remind me to tell you a thing about Elijah Wood. Another recommendation. Okay, okay. Uh, so I, uh, I'm not finished with it yet. It's only one season long, ten episodes, and the Seriously? episodes That's are only it? like yeah, and the episodes are only like twenty minutes long. So it's like absurdly easy to devour. But uh, so I'm working my way through that. I I really recommend it. It's funny. It's enjoyable. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, two other things, uh, I guess three, because because one other thing, they're all they're all games. Uh, so Conan Exiles dropped rather recently, um, and I had bought the beta for that forever ago, and so I started playing that again, and I really enjoy that. I I really like the Conan the barbarian universe. Um, and so having a game where you can run around and explore and kind of live the life of, you know, whatever fucking person that you want to play in the Conan universe is really fun. Um, so, uh, that, uh, another one that I had back some time ago that recently got released, uh, a game called agony. Um, and it's, uh, possibly the darkest game that I've ever played. Uh, you play some sort of spirit that's trapped in hell and you're trying to, I guess, make your way out of hell or something like that. And it is like visceral, like you're walking along and you're, everything's bloody gory. Like you're, you're going through hell. It's, it's truly terrifying and awful. Uh, at one point in time during the beta, I remember walking around and saw this like weird deformed person like patching up this hole in the wall and just setting something up and then lifting up a rock and dropping it down and then still repeating this process over and over. So I decided I was going to go check that out. And he's this deformed humanoid is lifting up babies, setting it down and then dropping rocks on it to use them as mortar for this wall. Terrifying, like truly, truly dark game. So I'm really interested to see like, so dark that it had to get like heavily censored for it to be published in most every country. So I'm really intrigued to play through that. Um, and lastly, on a slightly less gruesome note, uh, Jurassic World Alive launched today, uh, which is Pokemon Go, but for dinosaurs. And oh. fuck my life, I could not be happier. <laughs> so yeah, a bunch of games and weird cartoon. So that's that's what I'm geeking on this week. Nice. I'm I'm pleased to learn over over the garden wall is so short. It's it's very uh, short. The it's, thing stopping me from getting into it was I was afraid I was going to jump into three or four seasons of something again. Yeah. No, it's it's one season long and it's truly terrific. Tremendous. I'm in. I shared with you guys a picture in the Discord chat. Of it's the it's the movie poster for an Elijah Wood movie that's on Netflix right now. Is this movie good? It's fucking awesome. Okay, I, I want to say it was in my top was five. This is this is the fucksome. It's fucksome. Yeah, it's fucksome. Yeah, right. fucking high huh. fives and love. I'm intrigued. It's <laughs> it's uh. It's so it's so wonderful. It is awkward as fuck. Um, Elijah Wood plays a, he's got a rat tail and he's oh got nunchucks and he's got that fucking sleeveless shirt. And so he's, you're telling he's, he's playing Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Basically <laughs> it's, it, uh, the main character gets her house broken into. She's having like a bad day 
And every time she comes home, there's dog shit in her yard. Well, it's it's Elijah Wood's dog. He he takes the dog for a walk and then lets the dog shit in her yard and then he goes home down the street. Well, she gets her house broken into and like her laptop goes missing. So she tries to go and like the cops won't the cops are like, What do you want us to do? It your fucking laptop was stolen and like people get murdered and we're still trying to solve those. I'm not worried mm-hmm. about your laptop. Mm-hmm. And she just she basically she wants to like kill herself. She doesn't feel at home in this world anymore. And her and Elijah Wood kind of join forces to try to get the laptop back. <laughs> Dudes, it's fucking it's a riot. Yeah, All Elijah right. Wood is a god. <laughs> All right, I'll give that a go. It's so funny. That's awesome. Well, that's a good. That's a good ending point right there. I think <laughs> it's so been on my Netflix list for like six months. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, just bump it to the top and watch it. It's, it's very. It's very funny. And like I said, it's it's um it's it's uh, it's socially awkward. It's uh there's like there's no sexual tension, but <laughs> the Elijah Wood character thinks there is. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yep. God, that's actually extra funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's got nunchucks and a mustache. <laughs> so and he drives like an IROC. Of course he does. <laughs> how else do you proclaim yourself the trailer park king? <laughs> that's that's a, you know what? That's a, that's another great gaming module. <laughs> yeah, the trailer park king. Trailer park kings. That's just that's what it's called. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, I'm on to something there. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Anyway, go to Patreon, subscribe, give us five stars. I think this week we're going with, uh, if you go to iTunes and you give us five stars, um, confirm whether or not you believe Chris Dalby is a Lord of the Sith. That's what we're going with this yeah. week. Do that. Please and thank you. Fuck While you're at it, be sure to uh, find us on all the social media, uh, mostly Twitter and Facebook, by searching GeekCast Live. And uh, get in on the conversation. Join the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Chat us up. If you're on LinkedIn, we are not there. So <laughs> <laughs> that would be our anti-social network. <laughs> if you're on, yeah, you can't you can't say a lot of what we say on the LinkedIn. Uh huh. <laughs> you can on Tinder though. Goddamn right. I think. Yeah, w- good cover. <laughs> Wonderful cover. <laughs> With that, I'll be the same. Peace. Bye. Joe, say something. Leave. Next week on a brand new episode of GeekCast Live. Nico of GeekCast Live. Fucking find me if you're bored. Check this.